I'm Mindy Peterson, and this is Enhanced Life with Music, a holistic look at the power of music in our everyday lives. Joining me today from Nashville are two guests from Writer's Room U. Dr. Kelly King is the education liaison at Writer's Room U. She is a K-12 educator with over 35 years of experience in both public and private schools, including 20 years as a school principal. Kelly is the author of three books, and her work in schools has been featured on the Today Show, National Public Radio, and in Newsweek magazine. Also with me today is Emily Falvey. Emily is the music industry liaison at Writers Room U and is an award-winning Nashville singer-songwriter. She is signed to an exclusive worldwide publishing deal. She wrote a song that reached number one on the Canadian country chart. Emily teaches songwriting classes and leads Writing Room U's recruitment of top music industry professionals. Welcome to Enhance Life with Music, Emily and Kelly. Thank you. Thanks, Mindy. Great to have you both here. I'm really excited about this conversation, partly because of the very serendipitous way that it came about. I'm is my job. I'm an institutional keyboard rep for Schmidt Music, and in this role, I've been hearing a lot recently from both K through 12 schools and also from colleges about their interest in expanding or adding music production classes, their offerings, and. In fact, I had recently, very recently, had a conversation with a high school school teacher who had just finished her school's very first, kind of like a beta test year of a music production class that they had. She had contacted me because they were looking to expand this very successful class by possibly buying a keyboard lab. And she was asking me if I knew of other high schools in the area who were doing this because she was looking to kind of put their heads together and get some more ideas. And I had to tell her that all of the schools I knew of who were doing this were colleges, but I thought it was a fabulous idea to be offering this in high school for a range of ideas that we will get into. But um, right around this time, a former guest, and shout out to Beth Slusher from Give a Note Foundation, Beth gave me a call and reached out to clue me into what you guys were doing there at Writer's Room U. And so it was really exciting, the timeliness of that happening. And partly because of that, I'm really looking forward to learning more about what you're doing. And what you are doing from your website, this is what your website has to say about that. Writer's Room U brings professional songwriters, artists, and producers from Nashville and LA into K-12 classrooms virtually, and I think you do this sometimes in person as well, to teach students about all aspects of the music industry, songwriting, music production, and music business. And I want to start by just jumping right into the benefits that are there with bringing these music production and songwriting classes into K through 12 schools. One obvious benefit that I see right away is that this is a really great way to engage those students in music who aren't going to be a good fit for your traditional band, orchestra, and choir programs in schools. But tell us about some of the other benefits of bringing these classes into schools and the benefits to what you're doing. 
Absolutely. Well, I definitely think there are a lot. Um, and a lot of them are spelled out in part one of an article that Kelly so wonderfully wrote um, that was published actually on the Give a Note website. Um, yes. And, and I will link to that in the show notes because it's a fabulous article. Yes. But yeah, keep keep going. It's worth checking out. Yes. Um, but I think that getting students more involved in music education in any way is obviously such an, a helpful thing. You know, I think that it's such a great way for students to get plugged in. Um, it in increases student excitement and engagement. Um, And it's kind of an unconventional way to connect students to STEAM or science, technology, uh, education, art, and math. Um, And so it's Mm -hmm. a great way to get students plugged in in a whole new way, in an unconventional way, while also pioneering um, new technology and allowing them to have a whole different tool in their toolbox. Yeah, I would just add to that, that, you know, from the point of view of, of the schools, it's a fantastic way to create sort of signature programming in a school. You mm-hmm. said it, Mindy, that this is really not being created in a lot of places. And so this is an amazing way to set a school apart in their marketing and in, in crowded school, competitive school markets. It's a home run with students. It's a home run with parents. And in terms of schools, they're also just really organically creating those interdisciplinary learning experiences where they're bringing a variety of disciplines like literacy into music and technology into music. And you get those, maybe those computer tech kids who aren't interested in music at all. And all of a sudden they're in the music Mm -hmm. program. And then you get those music kids who are learning some incredibly valuable technology skills, because if they do want to pursue music creation, they need to learn the technology if they're going to make it. So there's just so many benefits. Yeah. And it is really neat. You point this out in that article that we mentioned and that I'll link to in the show notes, but you point out that this is such a great way to unite students and faculty, really teachers Mm -hmm. from different departments. You bring music students into technology, you bring technology students into music, and it's really a great life lesson in this experience of working on this interdisciplinary team to create a a product, a musical product that has real world use. And, and, And you point that out in the article too, how versatile these music products are that students come up with. These can be used for theatrical productions, they can use be used for choral performances, they can be used for halftime shows, and also for recording new school songs. A lot of times with schools that are trying to be a little bit more sensitive to different cultural aspects of mascots and things like that. And even in a local school near me, there was a situation where they had to completely redo their mascot because of a copyright type of mm-hmm. infringement that had nothing to do with you know, indigenous peoples or anything like that. But some there's a lot of schools that are having to rewrite their school songs. And this can be an exercise with really great real life application that these students can work on. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And with school choice, a lot of school districts now do have open enrollment, Mm -hmm. they have school choice options, there's charter schools. And so as you mentioned, Kelly, this type of a programming can really attract and retain students, it can help a school distinguish itself from others when you when they are in this competitive school choice type of a market. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. 
And I'll just touch on that other article that you wrote that is also really phenomenal, and I will link to in the show notes. And that is your article that addresses underrepresentation of girls and women in music production. So we won't take the time to get into that in today's conversation, but it's another really valuable topic that um, you really address in that other article. So I'll include that in the show notes. Well, tell us how exactly this works? How does it work if a school wants to partner with Writers Room U and partner with you in incorporating some kind of music production class in their school? Absolutely. Well, Writers Room U is a joy. It's been so fun to see the impact of how it's reached students all across the United States. Um, I work in my day-to-day life as a staff songwriter And so what separates Writers Room U from other organizations and other music education endeavors is that we have really deep insider access to the music industry. Um, My personal relationships, as well as Kelly's and other founders of our organization and teachers are all, you know, working day to day in the music industry here in Nashville or in Los Angeles. And so we leverage our relationships to connect top music creators with K through 12 students Um, all across the country. And we give those students an opportunity to work with real world industry professionals and help students see that music can be an exciting and legitimate career path. Exactly. As a principal, you know, we put on all kinds of programming with guest teachers. You know, we could bring in career day, we'd bring in a banker and a lawyer and a doctor and that sort of thing. But it's super hard in your community to look around and find a music producer or a session musician or a publisher or a songwriter to bring in. Mm -hmm. So that's the kind of the connection we can give. So the first thing, really the first step is to talk to the school staff. Sometimes there's a principal involved, a music teacher, you know, and we sit down and we say, okay, what kind of programming interests do you have? What are the student ages? What does your schedule allow for? What's the format? What's your budget? Some schools will want to do once a week sessions over six weeks or eight weeks. We could do six sessions in just two weeks, you know, very flexible. We can also do one school we were working with in Massachusetts wanted to do a career in the arts panel. So every week they hosted, we hosted for them a panel with guest music industry people, songwriters. Um, There was a session on music business. There was a session on being a session musician in the recording studio. And so those were one hour segments that we did um, a series of one hour sort of guest panels that we ran. So we, we look at all of those pieces and then we create, we have a couple models that really work, but we really customized too to meet the needs of the school that we once we know what they want when they need it then Emily goes out and recruits and schedules the best music creators in the industry whether they're songwriters or producers to be those guest teachers and then we set up the schedule we provide logistical support throughout we observe and we coach our guests music industry people, because they're not trained teachers. However, it's amazing how brilliant and how natural and how cool they are in a Zoom classroom. Um, <laughs> it's like I, I, after 35 years in education, and then these these young songwriters come on there, and they you couldn't hear a pin drop in the classroom. Those kids <laughs> are in the palm of their hand, and I'm like, how do they do that? But um, (laughs) we're coaching and supporting them and serving them throughout. Um, We also support the school in terms of giving them, 
you know, press releases and information that they can put out to their local media to, to really mm. celebrate their uh, school. Emily, do you want to share about the, in the case of the original music that they create? Yes. Well, it's so fun because the songwriters bring in the skill set that they have. And so typically we're able to connect. We've even involved, you know, music production students like we were just talking about the disparity of female music producers um, will have a teacher write the song with the class over the course of their instruction. And so they'll have a tactile, you know, kind of souvenir from their class. And then we've involved music production students. Uh, We've tried to really prioritize having some females in there because of the lack of representation that's really on our heart. Um, And then they'll put a demo together. So the students all have something to listen to after the fact. Um, And so the students will go through the process of having a song idea and then writing the verse to a song and writing the chorus. And then they kind of watch this song come to life just as we would, you know, in Nashville from starting the song. And then by the end of the day, we have a demo that we leave the room with. And so that's been really gratifying to get to see, you know, the students start with nothing and then leave the class with something. And it's really cool. Sure. Well, I can only imagine how memorable these classes would be. And and part of it is just the novelty of having someone other than your regular teacher. I mean, any of us who are parents know that someone other than the parent can come in and tell our kids anything. And our kids are like, Oh, really? And, you know, the parents are like, I've been telling you that and it can be worked the same way. I'm sure with teachers where the teachers could say the same thing, but you bring in a guest artist or a guest producer who is doing this out in the wild for real, you know, and I'm sure it would, I can see why those kids are just eating it up and, and really enjoying it. And on top of that, I think it could really, prove to be a great springboard for the teachers mm-hmm. moving forward once the project is complete to, to have just this renewed energy within their students and ideas that would come out of it, either student-led ideas or ideas that the teacher comes up with through being a part of this process. The other thing I was thinking about as Emily was talking about sort of that end product that they end up with is this would really be, I would think, helpful for um, kind of equipping students both in technology and in music classes at a school for taking on projects that really help the school, audiovisual projects that include background music or even that are spotlighting a song. There's so many ways that schools can create videos and use them for promotional purposes or whatever, even spotlighting, say, the superintendent giving some kind of an update and making it fun and interesting for the, the student body. And those would be projects that the kids would probably really get into mm-hmm. and feel very equipped for after having gone through a class like this. For sure. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. This is a quick break to tell you about Song Trust. Did you know there is an estimated $250 million in unclaimed royalties? Song Trust is the world's largest royalty collection service. It helps artists know what royalties they're owed and collects them for you so that you, the artist, can focus on creating and producing, not administrating. With SongTrust, you can register your songs quickly in one place. SongTrust will then collect all royalties you're owed from over 50 global pay sources. SongTrust represents over 350,000 songwriters. This includes Grammy winners and brand new up-and-coming songwriters. SongTrust is currently offering Enhanced Life with Music listeners 20% off your registration fee. 
Just use the code ENHANCELIFE20 at checkout. You can check them out at songtrust.com. While you're there, you'll see another reason I'm a fan. Songtrust is great at explaining the very complicated music publishing world. They offer a ton of free educational resources, including virtual workshops, a blog, and the modern guide to music publishing. Go to songtrust.com and remember to use the code ENHANCELIFE20 to get 20% off your registration fee. Well, one thing that all schools deal with is budget. So if a school administrator is listening to this and thinking, wow, this sounds great, but I'm sure my school won't have the resources to make something like this happen. What would you have to say to them? What kind of costs are involved in starting a music production class in general and in bringing in writer's room you specifically? For sure. I'll start with kind of just talking about music production in general. Um, and there really are not a lot of barriers to entry um, to becoming a music producer, even from a young age. You know, you see documentaries on Apple TV of Billie Eilish and her brother Phineas making the record that won, you know, that swept the Grammys two years ago mm-hmm. entirely in their bedroom. You know, I feel like right. there's kind of a whole world of music production that can be discovered through YouTube videos, lynda.com. You know, there's a lot of free resources out there. The main costs are just of hardware and software um, to get set up, which are really typically one-time expenses. So for example, if you're going to be working in a digital audio workstation like Logic or Pro Tools, those have kind of an added cost, you know, and it kind of, there's tiers to those types of softwares, but there's also free softwares that are native to your computer, such as Reason on Microsoft, or there's GarageBand, um, which is on every MacBook that's ever, you know, Mm -hmm. been created. So there's typically ways to get going that are pretty cheap. And then getting us involved, um, Kelly, I'll let you take that. Yeah. And then as I referenced, we really, you know, we, we operate based on one of the first things we look at is what is the budget of the school. And then we can really cater it to do that. And some ways that we do that would be like number of sessions that we offer, or perhaps it's the number of students in the room. We can, I, I sat in and assisted a class that the class was going to be a little bit larger with a songwriter. And the reason for that was to be able to keep their budget down. So he kind of worked with a double class. So we make sure we can, you know, make it work, but generally, oh, and then the other thing is um, like a panel. So we have offered some like um, a career fair guest panel and brought in three or four incredible talents to that room. And those generally would be like, $500 as, you know, as the basic price. But then we have some people in the music industry who we offer to pay, we pay them an honorarium. Sometimes they, they give that money. They do not accept the honorarium and we set those funds aside. And that gives us an additional sort of leverage to work with schools budgets. So we set those funds aside so that we can offer lower cost or in some cases, no cost offerings to to schools it's part of the way we want to give back 
that's fantastic. And as as we've been having this conversation too, the other thing I keep thinking of is what a great opportunity for these students to explore careers in music because there's so many students who love music. But when it comes down to what do I actually do with this, that can be a career path that can put money on the table, put, put food on the table and, and earn a paycheck, that can be sort of nebulous. Everybody knows who Taylor Swift is, but not everyone's going to be the next Taylor Swift. Right. And there's so many other careers available in mm-hmm. music. And this is a really great way to introduce and expose students to what those careers are so that they can pursue those and just be aware of them if they're interested. Mm-hmm. Well, there's so many other things in your article that are fantastic, and I won't take the time to go into all of them because I know we don't have time for that. But one other thing that I really enjoy about the article, that first article that you wrote, Kelly, that we've alluded to is you have your top four recommendations Mm -hmm. for schools who are looking to bring some kind of a music production class in just ways that they can dip their toe in and get started. And you point out that it does not require a big investment. And as Emily mentioned, also, it, it doesn't require a lot of money up front. And in fact, a lot of the hardware that's required is probably hardware that the school already has. Right. A lot of schools already have a computer lab. Each student probably has some of that hardware in their back pocket, meaning their cell phone that can be used for some of these things. A lot of schools have iPads that are school-issued iPads. So a lot of those hardware components are probably something the school already has and they can utilize in this different way. They may have an existing media arts lab or tech class that can be used to just expand a little bit with some of these classes. So with those top recommendations, I just want to touch on those before we're out of time here. But you bring up the idea of bringing in a guest speaker into a STEAM or STEM classroom or a music classroom. This can be done via Zoom. I think you're doing some in-person appearances too for local schools. Is that right? We we haven't yet gotten into the local schools um, in terms of in-person. We haven't transitioned that as the COVID restrictions oh, okay. lifted. We are working with a school, however, in Boston. They, you know, oftentimes high school set up student travel trips and they want to bring a group of about 20, 25 high school music students to Nashville. And instead of just doing the tourist circuit, like everybody wants to do, we're working with them to develop a program in which they are going behind the scenes into the recording studios, sitting in those writers rounds and getting that behind the scenes experience. So that will actually kind of be our, that's our big foray right now into the in-person experience and bringing kids to where it's happening in Nashville. So it doesn't just have to be something for the local kids, but it could be kids from all over the country. Wow, that yeah. is so cool. Yeah, unbelievable. <laughs> Imagine how fun that would be to be able to do when you're a high school student. And, and it's, mm. so, it's so unique and it's so impossible to create because teachers and student travel companies don't have access to getting behind the scenes, behind the curtain where the work is happening. Yeah. So that's what's so exciting about that piece that we can link the two and it's super unique. Yes, that is so cool. Mm -hmm. We already talked about the idea of adding in a career exploration Mm -hmm. 
class or focus within a classroom, which is another recommendation that schools can do to sort of dip their toe into this topic Mm -hmm. and expand their offerings to some extent. Mm -hmm. Uh, In the article, you mentioned adding music production units to an existing music or media arts or tech class. And you mentioned that there are a lot of readily available online resources to help teachers create such a series. Absolutely. Any other... Any other comments you want to make on that or any top resources that you want to mention? Yeah, I would just say that, you know, you don't have to rewrite your whole curriculum for a semester. You know, we're talking about like a week and just stick, stick a toe in that water. And there are some great resources. Intune Magazine mm. offers a lot of teacher education resources focused on popular music education. And then there's the, also the Association for Popular Music um, that folks can check out online. And again, it's about supporting educators with bringing that popular music in. And they, and they get into all aspects of music creation in the popular music domain, which is where a lot of kids' heads are. Just start small, even for a week, and then maybe you do a one-week unit, and then you complement that by kicking it off or conclude closing that one-week unit with that guest speaker. And if people in their communities, if teachers in the communities don't know of a music producer, they may not. They may, but they may not or they want to get in a songwriter, or they want to get in a session player. I mean, that's where they can call us. And we say, we got the perfect person for you and hook them up even just for that one, you know, 45 minute drop in via Zoom. Sure, you know, we, can, we can kind of really help bring that to life. But the online resources are really pretty significant. And then that then the other thing is, you know, if you have, if you're sparking kids' interest with these kinds of things, with a career, couple career sessions on different jobs in the music industry and a short music production or a songwriting unit in an existing class, if you're getting kids who are interested, grab those two, three, five, ten kids and see if they want to start doing form a student club at their stu- uh. at their school. You know, and there's a ton of YouTube videos and music creation apps. And like Emily said, like their cell phones, even, you know, um, that they can really be supported by a faculty sponsor, but be very student led and self-taught. And and the faculty sponsor and the students can kind of learn and go into this new territory together. So it's a great way to grow it. And if schools then get a student club that's got a lot of kids interested in it, that's how they sort of develop the student interest into then be able the next year, the next semester, being able to offer a class in music production. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Love that idea. Mm -hmm. I will definitely include lots of links in the show notes, but tell us for those listeners who are driving right now and aren't going to be writing things down, tell us your uh, website, the best place for listeners to go to get more information. For sure. They can find us at writersroomu.com. Um, or they can follow us on Instagram or our socials, um, which can also be found on the website, but it's at Writers Room U on Instagram. Got it. Well, and one reason I love this topic as well, as I mentioned right at the beginning of our conversation, it brings in students to music education who otherwise just would not be the right fit and would not get involved in music ed. And as we've talked many times on this show about, we've talked about the one of the benefits of music training and music education being those social emotional learning skills. Mm -hmm. And so bringing students into music in this capacity who wouldn't otherwise be involved 
just brings them into contact with all of that SEL, that social emotional learning that they otherwise may not have had a chance to be a part of. And I'll definitely link in the show notes to some episodes that we've covered on SEL, what it is, and how to be even more intentional with incorporating those skills into the music education process. Well, this has been delightful. I love what you are doing with Writer's Room U. Look forward to staying in touch with you and keeping tabs on further developments like this this class trip that um, students can take to Nashville, this behind-the-scenes trip. That sounds fabulous. I ask all my guests to close out our conversation with a musical ending, uh, Coda, by sharing a song or story about a moment that music enhanced your life. Do you have a song or a story that you can share with us today in closing? Absolutely. Um, Thank you so much for your kind words, Mindy. We really appreciate you letting us be here. So the listeners today will be actually hearing a demo from one of our classes, which I think is a really special thing about Writer's Review is, again, there's a souvenir from each class. Um, And so they will be hearing a demo from Forrest Finn, who is an incredible instructor. He's a singer, songwriter, um, signed to MV2 Entertainment here in Nashville. And the demo is kind of a story of the impact of songwriting in the lives of K-12 students who take Writer's Room U classes. Um, And Forrest wrote this song with a group of fifth graders, and it's called School is Cool, which is an example of the collaborative process where a professional songwriter like Forrest in a class of elementary schoolers team up to write a song about kind of the authentic things that are going on in their lives, which is really fun. Forrest is awesome and so talented. And now many students in his class have songwriting as a tool in their toolbox. And Forrest is an incredible producer. So he put together this demo himself, which was really cool to get to watch him kind of bring the song to life from start to finish. So y'all enjoy. School is cool. For a while now In science we dissected the eye of a cow We'd learned fractions and angles And there's still so much more to figure out In sixth grade we'll get a little taste of freedom We'll play soccer, go surfing and play capture the flag Every new book, all of them will read them We're never gonna look back There's so much we are thankful for Our teachers, our friends, and so much more Bad dad jokes and recess It's as fun as it gets Only fools don't go to school School is cool School is cool And that is a little bit of School is Cool, (laughs) written by a group of fifth graders and performed by Forrest Finn, one of Writing Room U's songwriting teachers. Thank you so much to Emily and Kelly for joining us today and for the valuable resources they shared and offered to schools. As always, all the resources we mentioned in our conversation can be found in the show notes, including a link to the episode with Beth Slusher, who introduced me to writing 
Mother's Room U. Beth and the Give a Note Foundation are more incredibly valuable resources for schools and educators. So be sure to check that episode out. It's episode 90. Also in the show notes are links to more episodes you may enjoy, including episode 44, What Will the Music Education of the Future Look Like? Another episode is A Day in the Life of a Middle School Band Teacher, and some episodes that are related to SEL, Social Emotional Learning, which we referenced in our conversation. You may already know that all Enhanced Life with Music episodes can be found listed by category so that you can quickly find topics that are most related to your interests. Today's show notes have a link to the education and community category so you can find other episodes most related to this topic. The other three categories are science and health, sports and entertainment, and business. And you can find all of those categories by going to the archives page of my website. If you know of an educator, a teacher, an administrator who would enjoy this episode, please share it with them directly or on social media. It's easy to do right in your podcast listening app. Each app is a little different. In Apple Podcasts, just tap the three dots and then share episode. That will give you options to share by text, email, social media, and more. If you use a different podcast app, just Google share podcast episode on and then the name of your podcatcher for specific instructions. And of course, you can always share the show notes website as well. Today's show notes, including a transcript of this episode, can be found at mpetersonmusic.com slash podcast. This is episode 138. A link to that page is also in the episode details right in your podcast app. As always, you can connect with me on email, mindy at mpetersonmusic.com, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or LinkedIn. Thank you so much for joining me today. Until next time, may your life be enhanced with music.